Greetings and welcome to the Master in Manhood podcast. My name is Andre O. Ferguson. I'm sitting here today with my brethren, Gong, Marvin. Brother, greetings. Greetings, greetings everyone. And as I can say, I'm happy to be here sharing your platform. Give you thanks, know, give thanks. Just trying to give you an insight into my personal experiences and give my upbringing as a young Caribbean man in Jamaica and in the UK. Yes. It's a blessing. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for, you know, agreeing to share your message. I know it's a powerful one. I know it's something that you have been dealing with for a while and is still dealing with. So I really appreciate you trusting us to share this um, as I know it's a big deal. So again, welcome and give many thanks, my brother. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So Marvin, today we want to talk about your experiences as a father and how your previous experiences have affected your relationship with your own children. So you told me months ago that you have six children, correct? Yes, I got six children. Six. Your youngest is? My youngest five, my eldest are gonna be 19 this year. Yes. Both my eldest. Wow, yeah, I got three myself. Um, youngest is seven and China's 17. She's 18 this year, so I'm not too far behind you. I've got another two to come. Maybe not six as you, but you know. <laughs> Excellent. And you know, you you told me before as well when we spoke, kind of. You know, I mean, in confidence that you know you sometimes worry about your emotional relationship with your children. I know you are a proper father in terms of providing for them the things that they physically need. But how, how do you think your your relationship with them holistically is? Well, my relationship with my children holistically. Is, is is reasonable average right. or good right i would i wouldn't say it's the greatest because emotionally i am not really that that kind of emotional man maybe if you if, if you if you would have asked me this question when i was younger in my early 20s maybe i would say the reason why my relationship is a bit standoffish and i'm not really and i've not really invested a lot of emotion into the relationship with me and my children I would say it's because I was a young man I was on the street constantly I was up and down and I didn't I didn't spend that quality time right. with my children right. but now looking back in hindsight and thinking of the relationship that me and my own father had right. I've realised that that could be a contributing factor why I, I relate to my children like this yeah yeah the way i do yeah yeah okay and that's interesting because i have a non-relationship with my own father i've said on this on this platform before and even on my wedding um that my fa- I, I invited my father to my wedding and he didn't show up but i didn't have a proper i didn't have a relationship with my father and it's something i always craved as a young boy growing up and i think i still did up until 2018 when i invited him to my wedding and he and he decided to kind of shun me um, so I think it's something that affects us all as men and that's one of the things you know with through Master in Manhood the podcast the events and the mentoring that I'm trying to definitely drill down on and to try and find solutions so talk to me about your salute about your you know relationship with your father when you say you know it, well, it has affected you my be, dad mm. my dad was in Jamaica then which they would say he's like a tumbling bee yeah he was never never present Right. He never had a fixed address where I could go and visit him, spend right. time with him or anything like that. Right. I would see him 
as we say in Jamaica, once in a blue moon. Right, right. And right. he will just pass through, give my mum some money. Yeah. And then he's gone again. I wouldn't see him for the next year and a half, two years. Right. However long it would be. But I didn't really... Because I grew up with my other siblings and my mum, I didn't really pay too much attention that he was a absent dad. Yeah. Father was a, was a rolling stone. Father was a rolling stone. Yeah. He was he was yeah. he was absent. Yeah. And it's only when I st- I begin to have my my children yeah. that I realise how much that my dad hasn't been in my life has affected my relationship with my kids. Right. You understand? T- tell us about that. Talk to us about how you how how it has directly affected. How do you see it playing out with your it's relationship? Like, Growing up, I never knew what I never knew what a father's love was. Right. I, 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 I never felt a father's love. Right. Because it was always my mom. Right. So me of my sons, even though my sons know that I love them, but I don't know. Psychologically, something is something. Psychologically, something is going on in my head. Right. You understand. Right. I can't really show show emotions that well. Right. You understand. So you struggle with the expression of the love uh, you yeah, feel for Yeah, I struggle with expressing, yeah. say, the love for my children. Yeah. And show them it. And that's understand? all your children, you're saying? And not just every, your sons? Not, not just my sons, even my daughter. Me and my daughter's got a reasonable good relationship, but... I don't really go to parents' parents' meetings. Yeah. I don't really go to the events. Yeah. I'm just a provider. Right, right. I'm just right. a providing father, and that's it. Yeah. But you understand? That's why I said I think I could. Uh, I think I can do more. Yeah. With my youngest son, I'm I'm literally making steps to change my ways. You understand? I start that's taking him out. That's a blessing. We give time. I try. I try and take him out every weekend. I'll go mm. and pick him up, even though me and the mum yeah, isn't yeah, together yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm that, still that's a topic for another podcast okay. <laughs> we will yeah. deal with that in a whole other discussion yeah because yeah, yeah. that's a whole topic on its own but yeah and but you're making changes with the younger one yeah I'm trying to make changes with the younger with, yeah, with, with one the of the younger ones okay because the the youngest one I don't even I don't even speak to his mom Right, 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 right. And that's 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 another. That's a, again, that's a, yeah, that's a whole another conversation. Yeah. But I blame my dad for a lot of my actions. Right. Even though I can't really blame him for it, but he's got part to play. Yes. In why I, why I am the way how I am. Yes. Because if he was there right. to even show me certain things right. of what to expect. Mm. When I start having my children, mm. then at least I would know how to operate. Right. But he was just not there. Right. And I just have to learn on learn along the way, you know. Most of the time I got it wrong, but yeah. My children know that I love them, you know. Yeah. You've got to give thanks for the fact that you're present still, and I know you say emotionally you 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 know you can do better. Yeah. But you know you have to also look at the fact that because you've and we haven't we're going to touch on that now do you think the fact that daddy wasn't there and i know you've spoken to me about mom but we leave that for today um daddy wasn't there has caused you some emotional trauma which has kind of blunted the sword yes. of love that you need to share it, it, with it, your it, children it. i struggle with anger issue because most people know me as just this angry person bad man 
got serious, I've got serious, yeah. serious anger issue. Right. And that can stem from me not even having a relationship with my dad. Right. Because me and this man has never stayed in the same place for two weeks. Right, right. And right. at the moment I'm 43. Right. You know? Right. I would speak to him on the phone. Financially, he would help me out. Right. Whenever he can when I was young. Yeah. But I that wasn't enough yeah but we always say money don't raise children yeah it takes more than finance you understand yeah. and even even me speaking on the topic regarding my dad mm. literally getting me angry yes because i can see that i don't I see it has, it yeah, has I, before, yeah i don't see how you can create children right and not want to be there 100 percent. you understand it just buffers my mind how do you want to how do you want to go out and impregnate women Mm. And when they're carrying your seed, mm. you're absent. Mm. You're missing in action. Mm. That's no good. Mm. And I've only tried try speak to him about it uh, about two years ago. Right. And if you hear the stupidness that this man tried to listen, yeah, tell us, tell he, us, what was that conversation like? Because I remember when I tried to speak to my dad, I've only tried, tried to, to blame speak to him people. once. Yeah. I said, big man. Yeah. Big man, do you know you not being there, how it has affected me? Right. When I was young and I was going to school, there was this older boy. He was bullying me, bullying me for time. Yes. And I'm thinking, if my dad was there, maybe he, he could have defended it. Yes, you understand? Yes, yes, yes. And when I'm when I'm telling him about this bully, my man said to me, "Why, son, I saw it go sometime." If he was in front of me, I'd <laughs> slap him in his face. <laughs> Because him no know, him no know, him no know the rage and the anger. Doesn't know the hurt you went Listen, through. Listen, him not yeah. even know the, yeah. him don't know the kind of man. He, he doesn't even know the type of person I am. Right, right. And I would slap him in his face. Right, right, right. right. Lick off him face. Right, 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 right. And from that, I just don't speak to him again because I realize, you know what? I'm too old now. I don't need a father, you know. Right. I'm a father myself. So right, right now, all, all my time, I'm for investing in my kids. Right. So it is really irrelevant. Right. But still, I'm suffering from the impact of how he treated me when I was young. Yes. And it is, it is obvious and it still obviously hurts you because you still get angry about it. Yeah. So it's something we have to, we have to deal with, you know, over time on a different kind of level. But I'm, again, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy and I thank you for, for sharing that with us because I know it's hurtful and it's difficult for you to even talk about. So I really appreciate that. But in terms of that, moving on from that, you know, because you know why you beat him up over the phone. Uh, <laughs> I'll smash him. Listen, whenever me buck him, listen, I'll put working on him, man. Seriously. Let's talk about your relationship with your children now and how you have improved. Because I know you said it was it was difficult, but I've, you know, I've come here yesterday and I saw you with your son. And I remember when I said to you, I gave you a text template and said, send this to them, send this to them. Send We've had this conversation. Even, even so, that, you see, yeah. when, you, when you sent me the template for me to send to my kids, when I right. sent it to them, they smile and laugh. Right. Because they know that's not me. Yes, talk to us <laughs> about that experience. Because I remember you said what your daughter did when you sent it to her. When I sent, when I sent that template to yeah, my daughter. What did the template say, though? <laughs> I think this template says something about oh dad I love you and I can't I can't remember. No, it's her name and I love you, yeah. Yeah, it says Rishona and you can call me for anything and I'll, I'll be there or something like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. But when I sent it to her, she called me back and asked me if I was okay. Because <laughs> it's like it's foreign to her because she know I would never do something like that. Because right. my emotions, I don't I don't really show my emotions that. Right, 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 right. But it was a good thing. 
You yeah, understand? And even my sons, they wouldn't reply to that because uh, <laughs> I don't know what they would think because they just know I'm just this angry person. Right, right. You know? Right. Which you really aren't. But it's no, just, I'm not. It's yes. just I just got I, I just got deep seated yes. issues that, that I need you, to resolve. Hundred percent. You understand? 100%. And that's between me and my dad. Hundred percent. You know? Hundred percent. And it's something that you, I'm sure, you're looking to deal with. But like I said, I came yesterday and it's the first time meeting your son. Yeah. And to watch you and him just rapport and you're just chilling, you're talking, you're laughing, you're working together, you're teaching him how to run a business. You told me about. Tell us about the plans you have for him leaving him yeah, in one well, shop and moving um, to the next. Um, and how old he is? My son is 17 at the moment. This is my third child. Right. And I can see him following my footstep. He's got he's got he's got similar ways to me because me and me and him used to up and down when he was younger. But right. the older he gets, then I start drifting further away. Right. I understand. Right. But at the moment, I'm just trying to build a relationship with him. Let him know that listen, son. You know, if you if, if you do these things and put certain measures in place now, by the time you reach 24, 25, you can be a wealthy man. 100%, you understand? 100%. And I've got I've got at the moment I've got two two business running. So if he's capable, I'll just leave him to run one and I'll run the other one. Yes. And I'm just trying to build try, trying to make it better, build a better relationship between me and him and not let him just have this this negative outlook of me yes because most of my kids they love me but they kind of fear me because they don't know what i would do yeah. even though i would never hit them yeah but i would get so angry it's like yeah so i'm just trying to i'm just trying to, i don't want them to think like that i don't want them to view me like that yes i want them to know that like i'm their dad and i love them and even if i may get angry momentarily yeah you know it's not gonna last forever. Yeah, because the seed is love. Yeah, my, my kids are all is all I've have I've yeah. got, and yeah. I love them. So yeah. I'm just trying to build a better relationship. Trying yeah. to make steps that my father couldn't even make. You know. Right. Because maybe maybe he wanted to do it, but yeah, it has it. It a, the relationship has deteriorated so far. It's like he he couldn't bridge it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sometimes him try for me, try talk to me, but like. I ain't got nothing to say to him because right. it's a difficult I conversation. Really I think a conversation like that needs mediation. You see what I'm saying? Um, whether or not you, both of you are willing he, to do that sort he, of stuff. My dad would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just old school. He'd never do that. But it's because there's so much hurt there, and because there's so much denial on his part, it's going to be difficult for you know both of you to just sit down consciously and have a conversation openly and honestly. It's not even me alone, you know. Yes. It's my brother's as well. Yeah, he done the, it's same, the same thing here, to my, my brother. It's the same here. I only knew I'm I had. Like, yeah. Go on. I only knew I had a brother and a sister in 2018. You understand? And my brothers and sisters have exactly the same story as me. So it's you're you're preaching to the choir right now. It's a, it's a very similar, very similar um, experience that we're going through with our fathers growing up. That thing has impacted me so 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 profound. It's like. It hasn't. It hasn't only affected my relationship with my children. It has affected my relationship with women that I've been out with. Yeah. You understand? I think that's the reason why I've got so many baby mothers. Wow. No, you need. I need to pause. I need to stop you there for a minute. I need to stop you there for a minute. Sorry, but drill down on that a little bit. So you think the relationship between 
or the negative impacts of the relationship between you and your dad has affected your relationship and how you view and deal with women yeah and, and consequently one of the reasons you have so many different um baby yeah. mothers yeah talk to us about that because that's interesting why well, I never have a father did it where for tell me say you know not marvin this is how you treat women and when you when you get a woman pregnant mm-hmm. you have to stand by her and you have to try and make it you have to just try and make a good family and a good relationship out of whatever the relationship is you 100%. understand because if if you should have told me if you chose to lie with this woman yep. make sure you're prepared to stay with her for the rest of your life isn't it 100%. or until death to a spot exactly 100% 100% and not and not get she pregnant then get her pregnant then get her pregnant then then yeah then it, then we end up have to give four four different women money every yeah. month yeah you're running four homes running four homes and I'm still broke 100% but you I will be save, broke because I can't save no money you will be broke you're running four homes <laughs> that's a lot of money but then I should have had all my children on the one, roof. The one on the one roof yes so Say for instance, if I've got to give four women four hundred pounds, I could only give one a hundred pound, and that would last for everyone. You yep. understand? Yep. It really has impacted my life, man. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's very interesting. But what would you say to the people who will be listening to this and saying, "Well, you still had a choice," because you know that question will come. You know that will be said. Yeah. Um, it's been said to me, and I've you know I've man up, you know, because I'm much older and much wiser, hopefully, than I was before. What would you say to the people who are going to have that reaction to what you just said? Well, what well, I would say to people like that would say, "I've got a choice." That's true. I could have make it different, but I never knew no better. Right. You understand? Me having my first child when I was what 22 I was young I was running around right. and still at 22 I didn't have a father to say listen you're a man now you've got you've got a daughter you need to start providing you need to start making steps to providing a home right. for that woman and yeah. that child I never had a father to say that 100%. I never had no male figure 100%. in my life saying that to me 100%. every male figure I knew at that time was on the road trying to make money selling this selling that and just living a typical black boy's life yeah I I, I never had no role model to tell me nothing so I never knew I never knew better right if I knew better maybe then it's the age as well because at that age you're very immature male men men yeah men are very immature at that age so I wasn't not prepared. Right. You know? Yeah, but not only the fact because we're, you know, it's well known that we mature slower than women do. But you you made the most important point. You never had the examples to follow. Exactly. You never saw a father or an uncle or a grandfather or, you know, even a, even a friend of the family who you could look at and say, well, I want to be like that man. That man takes care of his family this way and that way. You know, so even that that would have had a massive impact. You, 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 you actually, you literally did what you saw growing up exactly even in my family my immediate family at that time before I start having children it was only my mom right no man yes. my aunties yeah children yeah no man right so where's the male figure to tell me how to operate yes 
how to run a home, how to how take to care of a woman, home, how to take care how of to a manage woman. your money, how to save, how to build generational wealth, exactly. how to teach your children how to run businesses. My mom was a single mom. Right. My aunties were single parents. Give thanks, you know, it's hard. It's hard. And that's the legacy of our community. 100%. 100%. A bunch of single parents. 100%. So most of us came from broken homes. Yep. We don't know no better. 100%. And again, we're not trying to make it sound as though it's an excuse for anything. The fact of the matter is, children practice what they see, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's learned behavior. Mm -hmm. So, just like yourself, when I was growing up, I had seven uncles. So, it was the opposite. You know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't raised by women. I was raised by my uncles, right? Um, well, my mom, my grandmother, yes, to a, to a degree, obviously. But, you know, I always looked up to all of my uncles. I had three in particular that I looked up to like they were the bee's knees. But not until I started having children, I was like, boy, them guys are NASA. You see what I'm saying? Because the examples I had was get all the girls you can get. That's the coolest thing to do. Have children because, you know, that makes you a man. And all of these things, I didn't see anybody saving. I didn't see anybody building any businesses as such. I had one uncle who was entrepreneurial. Um, I didn't see anybody taking care of their family. I have one uncle and I was talking to his daughter, my cousin the other day, and I was telling her that your dad is the best example of a, of a man I have apart from my grandfather. Because that uncle is the only uncle I have that stayed in his family home had his one wife, all his children with his one wife, and they're still together today. Yeah. Yeah, but he was never the coolest uncle. He was the uncle I always ignored. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because the other uncles were, you know, larger than life. They had the nice cars, they had the and jewelry, they had the girls. In, exactly. in our community. Exactly. Not only that, when I leave Jamaica to come to the UK, I used to hang out by the park in Catford. Right. No. All the males that hang out at the park, there was no role model there. Big up Catford. <laughs> everyone, 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 everyone who was at the park, yep. they was at the park from eight in the morning right. till 11, 12 at night. It's the same now. Now where's the family structure? <laughs> they, they didn't have no family structure, 100%, 100%. so they never had nothing to tell me. No. So I copied their lifestyle. Right, right, right. And that's, that's, those were the men that I chose to hang around. Right. You know? So. And it's the examples that you've obviously carried on with you throughout your life. Because obviously you didn't have a foundation example of a man. That's like true. My, my that's foundational true. example of manhood was my grandfather, is my grandfather. Mm -hmm. For me, my grandfather is a superhero. Yeah. Again, I, and I keep telling this story because it's my story. My grandfather married my grandmother with eight children. You know what I mean? My grandmother, just like you're saying, Rolling Stone, different men, she had eight children by a couple different men, right? Mm -hmm. And they, she was a single mom raising all of these boys. Um, and, my, and my mother, the, the only girl. So um, it was difficult for me not to look up to my grandfather as the only example of a man. And he has taught me so much. But my grandfather, again, he wasn't perfect. He isn't perfect. He's made his mistakes. But one thing with that man, he owned up to all his mistakes. He never ran away from them. You know, my grandfather used to wake me up four o'clock in the morning and take me to the bush with him. And he taught me so many skills, which I'm now using in my married life, in life with my children. I used to see how my grandfather was always humble when my grandmother was flying off the rails. He, he never argued in front of us. He always managed those situations with humility and with dignity and showing love to his, to his wife. And for me, it was crazy because 
I'm saying to myself, would I pick up a woman with eight children? I wouldn't, just being honest. So for me, he's the greatest man alive mm -hmm. because he raised every single one of us. My grandmother's got 60 odd grandchildren. You see what I'm saying? And every one of us have a, have a story about grandpa, every single one of us. Yeah. yeah? So I, I was blessed and lucky in, in terms yeah. of, I had a perfect, for me, for me, yeah. perfect example of what a man should be. You understand? Yeah. He isn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but he's my perfect grandfather. He's my perfect example of a man. Because even with the mistakes that he made, he always, always owned up to them. He never ran away from them. He took his licks like a man and he apologized when he needed to. My grandfather cried on my shoulder. I was 10 years old. I, I did. My grandfather is six foot four. It's a massive bridge, right? Mm -hmm. And he cried and he cried because he made mistakes. And he's like, I'm sorry, I have to make it up. And he did. And he, him and my grandmother, 50, what's it, 60 years later, still together, bro. So, you know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. So I understand where you're coming from. It's difficult not to have that example, 100%. I never had no example. Yeah. All the male figures in the era that I grew up in in Jamaica, they was all bad guys. Yes. Migrate to England, all the male figure that I hang around with at the park, there was... I wouldn't say there was bad guys, but there was not modelled citizens. Yes. You understand? Yeah. There wasn't modelled citizens yes, yes, that yes. you could look up to and said, okay, then I aspire to be that person or that person. Yeah, but subconsciously you did though. Subconsciously you did. You know, you subconsciously you did aspire to be like them and subconsciously you did become like them. Exactly, yeah, you know that's I mean? true. That's because true. those are the examples you saw. That's and like true, you're saying, you know, a lot of your anger issues stemming from that and you know mom to a, to another extent but also the environment in which you grew up with you solved your conflict by the examples you saw because that's what you saw other people do And I know, I know, I know a lot of the times when we talk, you, you spend a lot of time processing what I'm saying because yeah. you're thinking, mm, hang on, that actually makes sense. It does, it does, it does. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen, yeah, we've, sp we've spoken and, you know, I know that, you know, peeling away all the layers. For me, when I talk to you, you're like an onion to me, not in a real way. Just, mm -hmm. I peel things back and then you sit back and you go, oh, you know, see, I true. Yes, Nobody sir. never said that to me yet, you know. Mm -hmm. And really, you see what I'm saying? So. Yes. I, again, I really appreciate that you trust me enough to, to know, share your, share your yeah, life well, story. You know what, you're the first person I spoke to regarding my father, you know, since... Give thanks. Since, I've never, I, I didn't even speak to my mum. Right. It's just an issue that I never feel, I never feel like I need to talk about. Right. You know? Right. So I just swept underneath the carpet and I just let sleeping dog lie. Right. And just carried on with my life. Right. But the older, the older, the older I get, and the wiser. And the wiser I get to realise, you know, this man has really, really damaged me mm -hmm. psychologically, mm -hmm. you know? And that's not going to determine my, my, my life, not really. At all. Not at all. Because I'm my own person, 100%. you know? And I'm trying to make steps to change 100%. All, my, all my negative tendencies. 100%. And we give thanks for that. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. And you should celebrate that more than you do. I know you're very tough on yourself because you set yourself high standards yeah. and you do the same for your children. But like I said, watching you and, and Jamal outside work together, build together, grow together is a beautiful thing. I said it to you the other day as well. Yeah. I love this because, you know, our first conversations, I don't spend no time with them. You see what I'm saying? But this is a whole day and I'm sure he's been here many other days. 
You see what I'm saying? And it's the very same with your daughter, with your eldest son, with your younger ones. And you know, it's it's one day at a time, my brother. You know, you can't too, be too tough on yourself because the past is the past, it's done, it's gone. And you just have to take the steps that you are taking and give yourself credit for the steps that you do take. Mm -hmm. And celebrate those wins. Celebrate the days when you spent with your son. It's a beauty, not, not many of us who have children get to spend, you know, this much quality time with their children. A whole day, two weeks and all of these things teaching them stuff, watching them grow, leaving him and say, run this, do this. <laughs> when, I just, when I just opened this shop, you know, yeah, I had both my sons working for me. Right. Jamal, yes. 17, and the other one who's going to be 19. Yes. No, I must have came in one day and the counter was very messy. Right, right. And I got really angry, angry and yeah, started yeah. swearing. Yep. And both of them left. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to come back again. Right, right, and right. That, and that, Right. Yeah, man. Tell, really, tell us about how that and, that and that really, yeah, it really hurt me, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't my intention to try and drive them away, but yeah, when they left, that really, really hurt. Wow. Me because I'm thinking, raw. Wow. Maybe even my kids don't want to come around. Like, it just yeah. really, it really got me angry. Yeah. But then, you know. But you identified it. It came back, yeah. Yeah, you identified it. And I know you're not I know you're not that emotion I know you're not you know, you don't express your emotions that way, but like I said to you before and I'll keep saying to you, sometimes just apologize, man. Just say son, you know, I'm sorry man. Flew off the rails there a little bit, you know, but it's love. It's <laughs> hard. Yes. Oh, yes. oh no, I'm trying to change. Yeah, man, you have to. You have to. They will appreciate it. It will shock them mm. because it's not normal. 19 years, they've never heard they that. They know me very good. <laughs> yeah. They know me very good. Yes, man. but you know, just tell them you're sorry and show them, say, look, man, I love you, man, but you're done now. Sometimes daddy can't deal with this sort of behavior. So, you know, you just go, you, you know, and just once you do that, that wall will fall down, you know, and then they'll go, oh, but daddy's actually cool, you know, he apologized, yeah. you know? Yeah, but we're gonna end there, my brother. Yeah. And we give thanks for you sharing the platform and we look forward yeah. to seeing you Definitely next time. Definitely I'll come back again next time on this platform. Yeah. It was All excellent right. and it was, it was refreshing speaking about these issues that yes. I leave dormant in my psyche and never wanted to address. So uh, I thank you for letting me share your platform just to express myself. Yes, yeah, man. Give many thanks. That. Love and respect. And until yes, then, please like, subscribe, and subscribe to the Master in Manhood podcast. And we will see you next time. Blessed love.